Jeez, I can hear your clear breathing from here. Can you? People who don't know what we're talking about, the old rocket fuel we ordered online, <laughs> opens up your nasal passage, but no one wants to hear that bullshit. Publican, how are you, brother? I'm all right, mate. As always, we've been treated with another weekend of great football, controversies. Franklin got rubbed out for slapping... Some bitch. <laughs> she, He's appealing tonight. Like, to get a week for slapping Trent Cotchin, you should be lauded for stra- slapping Trent Cotchin. Great. It was like a Will Smith esque one. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon get off? Uh, well. Actually, keep your computer open. We might get look, an update. Look, when you're, in pod. When you're 18 foot 17 and the size, like, the size of Lance Franklin. And you open-handed slap someone, and he doesn't even buckle at the knees. How is that? Have you? Have with you the ha- how is that the force required for a suspension? Have you seen the full um, like vision of when it started? Like he bumped it at the fifty, and then they kind of ran, and Cotchin kind of went to bump him again. It must have clipped him a little high, and Franklin was like, "Oh, you dog! Oh, fucking hit me in the head!" But he didn't. <laughs> so he's reacted. Reacted like an absolute nutbag, but gone, I'm not going to chop you. I'm going to open palm you right to the jaw. You can, you, can knock a, you can knock someone out cold with a slap. Yeah, yeah. Right, are you Mr. UFC? Um, no, we don't slap in the UFC. We. I mean, they. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty to talk about. What was your pick of the week? Oh, controversy of the week. It's got to be a... Uh, Certain certain decision that seems to have society divided. Oh, Eleni Gufta's being dropped. Um, no, that wasn't it. I don't think that divided anyone. No, we didn't even put that. Uh, that's not even in a discussion point. Oh, it's not even newsworthy. So, Oh, it was um, on uh, classified, but what's your... Um, well, because some moron that, that uh, couldn't coach a flag reckons you have to persist. Like, Who? Um... Dickhead that went from St Kilda to Frio. Ross Lyon? Yeah. Oh, was he banging on about it? Oh, uh, he reckons, oh, yeah, just have to persist. You have to persist. It's like, well... We can get to that later, but... She's not umpiring not well. She doesn't deserve a game. Do you know what it really does my head in at the moment? After listening to the guys on Classified last night, I find myself agreeing with 80 to 90% of Kane Corns' and stuff at the moment. Yeah, that's because Kane's good. Yeah, I'm really warming to him. I'm, I've been advocating Kane you have for not. a long time. Fucking liar. Uh, not a fucking lie. What about walking down the beach? Yeah, there's that dickhead Kane as he ran past. I've never ever said that. <laughs> I've always said, how can I begrudge a shit-stirring cunt like that when I am indeed a shit-stirring thing? Um. Uh, now, we're not going to find out about Buddy tonight. Oh, it's tomorrow. Yeah, um, because the Swans have requested extra time. What? A decision on whether Lance Franklin beats his one-day sus- striking ban. One day. Uh, one game. Sorry. My, Ill, my this decks here was kicking in then. Continue then, you see. Um. Uh, his one-game striking ban won't be made until Wednesday evening after the Swans requested extra time. 
what extra time to talk about a slap? Ah, uh, no, they're um, uh, the Sydney's legal counsel was unavailable tonight. Ah, uh, so it'll go ahead at trying to five pm tomorrow, probably. so four thirty our time. Hmm. Well, enough about those topics. What was your controversy? You. Backing on about uh, the fifty mate, the non fifty meter uh, paid in oh. at the end of the <coughs> on Friday night Swans Richmond match. Well, it was a non fifty, so yeah, that's what ended up happening. But I'd, what's your view? Uh I think it would have been shocking if it was paid. Would have been a disgrace. But uh, I don't know. All depends how you you look at how the law's written. Well, the law is free kick. Siren went. Yep. Dead play. Now the, the ball into the fucking stands. No, yeah, uh, Matt Stevick, who was the non-officiating umpire at the time, who was in the centre of the ground. Stevenator. Yep. Was, I've never. N- I don't no, think no, anyone's ever no called him that before. But okay. um, he was the one that um, paid the free kick. Um, whether it was or wasn't a free kick isn't a part irrelevant. of the... Irrelevant. Let me finish, dickhead. No, no, no. I'm agreeing with you, yeah. dickhead. It's irrelevant. Yeah. But Siren went... He, he wasn't... If he knew the Siren hadn't gone yet, he wasn't kicking that into the fucking stands. He's um, not an idiot. Well, he is. No, he's not. No, he is absolutely an idiot. Why? Why would you pick the ball up and kick it into the sands? It's fucking energy. He's no. pumped. We've yeah. just come back from the Hang dead on. and Hang absolutely on. smashed these pricks. You're right there, mate. You lost your, lost your voice. No, no, no. I didn't lose my voice, but... Well, go on. Why is he an idiot? Because uh, he picked the ball up and booted it into the crowd. Oh, here we go. Don't like you don't like theatre, do you? No, I do like theatre. <laughs> What's the problem with it? I thought old, it was awesome. Old Knackerbags from Collingwood's one of my favourite players in the league at the moment. Gulliver's Travel, Ginnivan. Yeah. Well, you can't get a kick in the last two weeks, but Oh, you did get a kick in the last two weeks. You didn't get a goal and my same game multi fucking knew about it. Um but he did get a goal in the last two weeks. I didn't I said a kick. Well, if you got a goal, you got a kick. You fucking idiot! Right, enough of the technicalities. You fuck with. Okay, sorry. The actually, no, I'm not sorry. The fifty meter penalty. Now people are going. Should have been a fifty. They should have been having a shot on goal for a draw. Number one. Why? What's what's the letter of the law? Hang on, give me a chance to. I've got the actual. Rule as it's written. Oh, you're going you're gonna to read out the official. Yes. Rule 19, 50 metre penalty. How many times have you quoted this in the front bar of this week? Um, only seven. <laughs> seven times today. All these the guys. First seven mate, people that walked in the door you. this morning. Uh, rule 19, 50 metre penalty. 19.1, spirit and intention. Oh, spirit of the game. Oh, fuck up, idiot. After a mark or free kick has been awarded to a player, a 50-metre penalty will be awarded against the opposing team which delays or impedes the play or behaves in an unsportsmanlike manner. So 
But was it unsportsmanlike? Don't believe so. Did it impede the play? Seeming as the play was dead. Yeah, the play's dead, so you can't over. impede the play if the siren's gone. I would... If, so that is like, game, you, set, you match, know, no you 50. Know, you know I love a tech... I love to be technical and those sorts of things. You have to extort technicalities. Yeah. There's no 50. Yeah. What the fuck with the who? What, what I actually... The the one good thing, and it doesn't matter what side of the argument <coughs> you're from, is the pro, the process of the decision I, I thought was really good. The fact that they came together and said, right, how are yeah. we going to do this? Yeah. yeah. Jeez, that dissent rule went out the window. Rewalt was almost licking the umpire's nose when he was pleading for a 50. Um, no, but that's a, that's appealing for something. You're allowed to hold your hands out and appeal. Are you? Yeah, you are. Because if you're appealing for a free kick, it's only after the free kick's paid that you're not allowed to go, what was that for? So we're in agreement, no 50. Yeah, I had no... I, oh. Now, maybe I'm... A bit biased because I hate Richmond. <laughs> but do you know what it sh- took the shot, Shino? How fucking good that game but was. Like you never get 20 goals apiece. What was it, 20 yeah. goals apiece? Almost? No, it wasn't 40 uh, goals. It was 40, 100 points apiece. 40 seems excessive. It's 100 points apiece, though. When, do you, when was the last time you saw two teams kick 100 points each at the SCG? Well, that's renowned for mm. not a high-scoring game because it's not open-flowing footy. Well, generally... Generally, Sydney play shit negative football. Yeah. So, so I, the, I thought it was a cracking game, mind you. I did say I turned off at half time because I was sick of. So, 16 10 to 15 10. Yeah, 30 goals. Not quite 40. Um, but I told you that I turned that off at half time because of. Literally, I saw that many decisions of Ford entry. F- Four entry free kicks. Umpires right now with the way they're umpiring the game is taking out the favourite thing you love about it. The contested footy up forward. A yep. defender via forward, tussling, bit of an argy-bargy, whoever's strongest and uh, who gets in the best position wins. There was one where Sam Reid, who wasn't even really jumping at the footy, was barely even brushed aside by Ralph Smith. And they've gone freaky, and he's gone back and missed it. But I was just like, you know what? Fuck that! Every time it goes into each Ford fifty, there was a whistle going. I was like, there, you can't, even, can't even see crumbing Fords have an opportunity because they keep blowing the whistle. And there's the amount of free kicks is just obscene. Lee Matthews was and they're missing more free kicks today. And, but. Well, there actually needs to be more free kicks paid. No. Not not as a total amount of free kicks, but they're, they're missing obvious ones. Yeah, but they've got to let this game flow. Yeah. They've got to let it open up. You see, why the grand finals and finals? Why are they so good to watch? Because there's they're fuck all decisions. Do like, like you know the average comes down by almost 10 for a grand final and a final series? That's huge. It doesn't sound like much, 10. But an average has come down by 10. That's... Astronomical, and that's why because you just see people going in at it. There's no jump, oh, a little jumper pull freaking. No, fucking play it on. So we'll see how it goes, but can't whinge about the umpires every week. Nah, as I said to a certain person in my family, been complaining about umpires 
since I was born and probably since you were born and before that. We're never going to stop complaining about umpires. But just put the whistle away a bit. Let it flow again like it was in the you 90s You can name the person in your family that you said that to? <sighs> no? He knows okay. who he is. Um, but the, the, the 50 we're agreeing on. What do you agree on when it comes to uh, the level of competition at the moment? Where do you think the AFL in a general is standing? Team versus team, I reckon the it's pretty good. Mm. Because you've got teams like, we'll say Port started the season poorly, but they've missing some troops. Roaring back. They've come back a bit. But then Essendon, who are... Absolute debacle. One guy predicted that. Were, but they were in the game on Sunday. Yeah, third quarter they did get back in. Like, um, Collingwood. Five. Like, like Carlton are allegedly the second coming of uh, the big fella. Who? Jesus Christ. Um, and and Collingwood, who some would say haven't been. Haven't been worth a half suck twisty. <laughs> the but, last two but weeks then, has been incredible. Yeah, like um, two weeks ago, you would have said no, nah, they're not going to make finals. Now you go, Ooh, like Freo were going along really well, then lost to Co- uh, lost to Collingwood, was it? And Gold Coast on Gold Coast. Yeah, and then we we're going, oh well, you know, uh, and or, then at half time looked like they were going to get belted. Weren't, weren't they? Uh, what were they? They were flag mantle, and then they were. What, then that got replaced with fail mantle or something, or, or something. The original. Yeah, and but all of a sudden, you know, now we have to feel for little Jackie Bowie. He finally knows what uh, losing an AFL game's like after seventeen attempts. We'll get to the little chutney crutch soon. Um, the, the level of competition, I think you've got Melbourne, Brisbane, and Frio. Frio have now entered that. That little top three category. Yeah. Um, with the, you've been an undefeated side on the no, home turf. Four, you, four weeks ago, I had Sydney in that in that spot, but but so hit and miss at the moment. But I've got those three, and then a bit of daylight for the next. The next being Carlton, Geelong, Sydney are in there. Uh, Richmond has sneaked in the eight now, are they? I don't know if they have, but all the way down to 14th. And uh, no, just R- above the Richmond are in their rightful position at the moment. Ninth. Yep. Sorry, Bulldogs are eighth. So all the way down to, I reckon, 14th, just above Adelaide, every one of those sides, you could almost throw a blanket over them as the evenness of them. Yeah, so got so anyone in that. Melbourne, Brisbane, Frio, St Kilda, Carlton, Geelong, Sydney, Sydney. Bulldogs, uh, Richmond, Collingwood, Port. Mm. There's all the way down to Port. Every single one of them can still finish top six, some of them top four. Like, uh, and you got your mob Gold Coast uh, sitting twelfth. I'm watching them play the last month. Exciting brand of footy. The Indigenous boys are on fire at the moment. Joel Jeffrey Rose is now going to another level. They're just killing it, and they're entertaining to watch, and they're running and playing with a freedom that probably you haven't seen in a bit. Yep. And they look a bit more well. They're a lot more skillful than what they were in previous years. Something I think Dewey's worked on over the preseason, but I, I 
if they make the eight, they could shock a few teams when they get in there too. So the le- I just think the from that period, the game has never been. Everyone talks about how the game's on a good position. Maybe it's not the spectacle it was ten years ago with different stuff, but the actual level playing field, mm. I think, is perfect at the moment. And anyone that makes the finals can get to a prelim. Of course they can, but you know what I mean. Yeah. If you finish eighth, you can't go, oh, fuck, it's going to be hard to get to a prelim or a grand final. They could all have a crack. Any club on their day is capable of knocking every other club mm. off. Well, not North Melbourne or West Coast. Yeah, or but, or they're not, but they're not... But they're not... Yeah, we're not talking about them. Well, we can now. Okay. Yeah, the, the discussion won't go, hey, North Melbourne have just had another shit of a week. They get to uh, have a call them honourable losses on the weekend. Not really. It's against St Kilda, so it's not like they got... Their North Melbourne game was better than the St Kilda game. Or, sorry, their Melbourne game was better than the um, uh, game of the weekend. But yeah. They lost by 53 points. Yeah. They've copped it again in the week and the, the talk reared up again last but night. With but you, uh, don't, you don't turn over, what, three quarters of your list in two years and... And, and expect to just rebound. Uh, we, we've spoken about it on here many a times, the whole talk of their, the, how quickly they need to be responding. And it all comes back to that comment Ben Buckley made when Noble was appointed. We want to be back playing finals in two or three years or contending for a flag. I'm going to find that clip because it's embarrassing. So hang on, mate. You're that far and apart. It put, and it puts unrealistic. Of course you, it does. Well, you can say that to Noble. Mm. But it's no need to. Well, Ben Amafio this week has come in to <laughs> saying it's a media beat-up. And three of your recruiters go, catch you later. I wouldn't think it's a media beat-up. But Ben Amafio would say that. He's a media man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he knows. For, for, former, <coughs> former media boss. Is it as big an issue as the media's making it out through at the moment? I would have thought when you're, when you're three, would you say three highest, highest ranking recruiting blokes? Yeah. Walk out the door. Essentially a whole team. Because of... Uh, what did they say? Because of... Because um, of Kane course. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was Kane's fault. Because <laughs> he, cause he singled out like some bloke. Big deal. Well, when they walk out the but, door, yeah, but there's no, a but, bit of trouble there. But they're not agreeing with what... Not agreeing with management was what it was sort of reported as. Your, your job as the recruiter is to recruit. Yeah. And... Uh, Tell me I'm wrong, but once you've done that job, you then fuck off and look at the next batch to recruit. Yeah. You don't then say, this is what we should be doing with these guys we've recruited. Fuck off. That yeah. ain't your, that's not your yeah. domain. Yeah, that is now co- the coaching that's staff, coach's job. the development group. Yeah. That, that's not your job. So if you can't handle I'd be the interested. fact that the recruits you've brought in aren't doing what you'd thought they'd be doing yet, sit back and fucking wait. There was... There was one bit of North Melbourne news today which made my ears uh, prick up. I was just like, didn't actually know he was on their list. 
Lynchy. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I'd completely forgot. How is he not playing? Yeah, <laughs> like, like, was his body just shot? Oh, obviously he's gone. Well, I'm not getting... When there's, if I'm playing, then we're in worse position than ever. I'm pulling the pin. He never should have gone there as a playing coach. I think that was just him thinking he still had more in him. But, but surely he'd be handy in that side at the moment if he, if he's fit to play. But if you're playing Tom Lynch, who's delisted by a team one run above you, um, to get a couple of cheap goals, or if he's out there coaching on the field and helping young, young forwards, that's fine, I Did suppose. Did he get delisted? Yeah. Yeah, right. They said, we're not giving you another contract. You're... Yeah. Thank you for your service. Don't come Monday. Yeah. Brutal game. But, yeah, if, if Tom Lynch was getting a game right now, they'd be in a worse position than they are, I'd say. Because if he's getting a game, that means you haven't got a kid that can be coming into that role playing. And everyone's, everyone's always banging on, you've got to play kids, you've got to play kids. Well, North Melbourne are starting to play kids and then they're getting belted. For being belted. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you can't have it both ways. They do need to play these kids. Same as Adelaide, same as West, oh, West Coast. <laughs> they're, they're playing their Some stars weeks. and they're <laughs> still getting belted. So, um, but the, the topic that came up last night mm-hmm. on a few channels, and it has come up the last few weeks, what is Horn Francis worth? As in, if North Melbourne realise they chat with him management... Hey, are you going to be here at the end of your two-year contract or are you going to want to go home? We want to know right now because while you're contracted, we can at least get a trade out of it. Would you, would and you the Horn say... the Francis camp go, yeah, we're going home in, in 12 months. Would you say there's two... Um, there's two options or three options of where he's going to be? Or we'll say four options. No, there's only two options. Only two options? 100%. Okay. It's either Port or Adelaide. Or... Or, or North Melbourne. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes, I thought you meant if he leaves North Melbourne. Sorry, yep. Um, well, actually, now that you say that... Free or a chance? Nah. Okay. It, mate, he, he just got uh, dragged over the hot coals for going and seeing his mum on Mother's Day without telling the club every which way of what he was doing. So he's, he's not going to Perth. He's very much a... Home tight family man. Yep. If he's going anywhere, he ain't going to Perth. Did he get dragged over the coals? From what I'm hearing, yeah. Okay. I love how I say from what I'm hearing. It's just <laughs> what I'm hearing on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> or is it? Um, and and why does he get dragged over the coals for that? Communication, I think, is one thing. But that, in saying that, there's no other sport in the world. Where you have to tell them every millisecond where you are. You're either training. Are you sure? Mate, you see these NBA players. They're off yeah. every five minutes in different bloody cities, partying with strippers and seeing fans. Is the bands. NBA WADA compliant? Huh? Is the NBA WADA compliant? Say so. Okay. Not sure that they are. Huh? Not sure that they are. Well, hold on, no, no. You update where you are on that, on the app that you've got. Yep. So... He might have, for all we know, he has done that. But he's gone home to see his mum on the way. He's gone to Perth, to Melbourne, then back to Adelaide. Yep. For, for 24 hours. Yep. Then came back to Melbourne. 
I don't see the issue in that. No, but I don't think North Melbourne see the issue, but just tell us that you'd done it. Or was it that he didn't ask to do it? That's another issue, well, whether you have to ask to do it. Well, you do have to ask because because you need they to be... You you're not you're not working twenty four seven. If if he's got a day off, he can do what he want on his day off. Is it not to do with the wider compliancy? No, it's got nothing to do with that. Are you sure? Hundred percent, it had nothing to do with that. Okay. Think think it's got a bit to do with it. Will you call David Noble and find out? Oh, I've got David's number. I threw it out. It definitely was to do with the fact that he went and did what he wanted without telling. A few him. a and few years ago. A, I reckon it was Port Adelaide player was mm. over was overseas and changed his itinerary of his trip, mm. and then all of a sudden WADA were looking for him for a for a drug test, it's and ridiculous. and Port couldn't locate him, and Port got fined thirty thousand dollars because uh, because he wasn't where they thought he was, and he wasn't contactable. Well. Silly, so, silly thing by that player. Yeah, but is that why the club needs to know where you are? Who knows, Danny? All I can say is, as a anyway, player, we digress. We have well, we have digressed, but as a player, you, you, although you are employed from your play with them, they don't own you. The same as no employee owns their player and uh, no, owns their staff. You're free to do what you want when you're not. At work. So, how do you like them apples? Yeah, stewed. But, like I said, like you said, we have digressed. So, Horn Francis, what is he worth? I heard some extraordinarily ridiculous stuff from Hutchie last night, but some good stuff too. Yep. He said, North Melbourne, if he's, if he's going, embrace it. Right. We've got a club here in Adelaide. You're going to offer your first round pick plus uh, two first rounders plus two second rounders, I think it was. Yep. A future second rounder maybe. If that offer's still there, would you do it? Now, Adelaide now, they're going to have a probably a top four pick again. I go would be handing that over plus our next pick. So whether it be picks... So 16, 17, 18, I think we've got another one lined up in there. A top-end second-rounder that's linked to someone. Sorry, a a bottom-end first-rounder that might be linked to someone. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But um, So so a couple of first-rounders. Minimum. Minimum. Hutchie's saying Phil Thorpe plus your first-round pick this year and another first-rounder. Hang on a second. Why the fuck would they give away Thilthorpe? He goes, oh, but he, he hasn't been playing games and there's a bit... Well, if that's <laughs> why you'd give him away, that's why <laughs> North Melbourne wouldn't want him. No, <laughs> mate, the kid's in his second year and he's a key forward. He's Trust me, he's ahead of where he should be at the moment. Yeah. So for that, for them to say that, Adelaide is never prior... They are never even entertained the thought of getting rid of a... 199 centimetre forward. Like they're rare as rocking horse shit at the moment. Um, the the deal that I... And cle- clearly some of the things we've... Yeah, we haven't seen him do a lot. Like he hasn't played a lot of games. But some of the things we've seen him oh. do 
He's clearly got it. And when he grow, when he builds more muscle, he might grow another inch. Mm. You know, so well, Fitzy grew another four inches when he went to Sydney. Um, but what is Tilthorpe worth? If Adelaide can give up Tilthorpe or Horn Francis? Yeah, sorry, Horn Francis. I am saying Adelaide, your first round pick this year. Yep. Tied with a second round pick, or a end of first round pick if you can get your hands on one somehow. And next year's first rounder. Three. Three. Three firsts. Because Adelaide have had, over the last couple of years, quite a lot of high-end picks. They will develop over the next few years. Not saying we don't need them again. But you chuck Horn Francis in there with Rochelle, uh, Soggy. Yep. Soggy, Sao, Saliglio, whatever his name is. He looks good. You've got peddlers starting to play well. All these kids in the next three or four years... With Juan Francis leading the young charge, Hately's been good the last couple Hately's of weeks. Come out, and Hately was going to take a while to get going uh, again. Oh, we'll get, uh, the, we'll get the, sorry, get to that after. But what can Port Adelaide really give up? North Melbourne don't need ready-made players because they're not going to be in a finals window or premiership window for a while. They need high-end draft picks. Yeah, and Port can't offer that unless they really bottom out again. But they might scrape in the eight and. They're not going to have a top end pick, and you'd say, you'd say they're young, good blokes, who are, who are three and four seasons old now. Like Dersman doesn't who, have the currency. Had who haven't? Who ago. haven't got the currency yeah. that they had twelve months ago? Butters, mm. like Butters is the best one out of a lot. Mm. And he, oh, yeah, he's probably the toughest in and under. Yeah. But can Port give up? If Port give up Butters plus their first round pick this year and. Someone else does that is that enough to get those first, run? yeah. But like you say, when you're middle of the ro- when you're middle of the road, or you're or you're in the eight, yeah. like your top that, pick for Port that, Adelaide, that first is not going to be worth anything. What a top four pick will be next year. Like when you're talking about um, uh, picks fourteen to eighteen, if you or or up to pick eight, uh, sorry, ten to eighteen because you're in the. Anything outside yep. the top six to seven all of a sudden becomes okay. calculated lottery. And it's really five. It's really five because no one wants pick six. Oh, yeah. Well, Shelley was pick six this year. Or did he drift out because of the uh, free handouts that, like, yeah. you know, everyone else Victorian, gets? Victorian clubs get. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I we're, not be, we're not bitter. I reckon Adelaide, first round pick this year, get your hands on an end of first round pick this year. Yep. And then first round pick next year. Yep. That would have to... If you've got a player that doesn't want to be there, if Horn Francis has said to him, look, I love what we're doing, but I'm going at the end of this two-year period. Like, I'm, I'm going home. So is so is Dunkley a free agent? Uh, no. No? Oh. no he's, got a big con- he's got a long contract, remember? He signed that five-year deal and then wanted to go to Essendon ten minutes later. Yeah, right. But Hard to bring the pair of them in. Dunkley ain't coming. Oh, okay. I know you, you think you'll, it's a good thing. but I, I, just, I just like stirring. We could replay this. I just like we, stirring a few... We could replay this at the end of October and go, oh, I can't believe we actually got Dunkley. I can't see it happening. You'd have to... And Bulldogs would be asking for the... The three supporters, Absolutely. the three supporters that the doggies have got, I just like stirring those three up, though. Mate, they not hard to stir up. Um, 
What's your What's your, your thoughts? What's your thoughts? What do you value on the big horn? Uh, do you agree with me? Please don't. No one's worth three first rounders. What do you mean? Well, there's been a lot of be- better, a lot Jack better Crowell. players, and, and um, Horn Francis been traded. That that I'm not saying he's not good. He's clearly, clearly pretty good. You got a kid that's in there. In their midfield now, rotation heavily, uh, and he's now. Are you talking at the end of this season? So halfway through his original contract, one hundred percent. Oh, so you reckon? Well, if he, but this is the thing, and Hutchie's bang on. North Melbourne don't have control in twelve months' time. He go, I'll go in the preseason draft. I'll put my price up. Other clubs aren't going to pick me. Adelaide or Port will take me. Yep. And in saying that, Adelaide will want to get a deal done this year because if he decides, if he goes in the preseason draft, all of a sudden Port can have a crack. But then Adelaide will be earlier, probably below Port next year again. Oh, yeah. Who knows? And a preseason draft pick, you can't trade them, can you? So, if North Melbourne want to try and salvage anything out of it, and people are saying, "Oh, but there's, there's, you can't just you can't just trade him because you don't want to be there." When you pick that number one player... But if he doesn't want to be there... But the other thing... Yeah. But the other thing with the number one pick, right? You're not going out there and specifically picking the best player that you need for your club. And what I mean by is... um, Adelaide at pick six, they were desperate for a high-end, highly skilled small forward. So they could go, Shelley will be around here. We'll take Shelley. Whereas you've got someone like Horn Francis on offer, and you go, well, he's the best player. You yep. you can't take Dacos because he's going to Collingwood. Yeah, they didn't need Darcy because they couldn't get him anyway. Yeah, so Horn Francis, they North Melbourne would get him whether they really wanted him or not. So yep. for them to say, but you can't let go of him. Well, hold on, you can turn him into a a profit. Yeah, you can literally turn him into a profit right now by going right. We'll have. Yeah, work, work the situation yeah. into your favour. We're, we're going to split this number one pick up. It doesn't really want to be here and we're going to maybe lose him for nothing in 12 months. We're going to split that up into three good picks inside the top 20, 25. Yeah. That'd be stupid the, to not consider it. The the one that sort of... It really, really also comes down to the value of the draft as well. What yeah. you've got. Because if it's, if it's three picks now... Are we assuming uh, North Melbourne going to have the number one pick or West Coast? Or are the Bombers? Um, that's another thing. They might not even have number one pick because West Coast are doing the biggest super tank I've ever seen. Um, but <laughs> the, um, this year's number one draft pick, have you seen the reports on Marcus Ashcroft's son going number one? Saying, but he can pick if he goes to Brisbane on father son, yeah, or if he enters the draft. This kid's gone. I ain't. I'm not picking where I'm going or what I'm doing until I see the draft order. Because if West Coast is number one, he's. I don't want to go to West Coast. Yeah, he's, he's in Victoria, so he'll go. Well, if North Melbourne are number one, maybe I'll. Just not go father son, or if anyone, if West Coast are number one draft pick, they'll go. Well, maybe I'll will go to Brisbane then, because at least I'll be going to a good club, or yep. I'll go where I know. So, 
there's a lot to play <laughs> with a lot of different things. Whether North Melbourne want to trade for Horn Francis too. So the bottom bottom four in current draft order, we'll call it, is Eagles, North Melbourne, Bombers, Adelaide. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing that I haven't thought about. And I said, I was trying to pinpoint earlier. If Horn Francis isn't, doesn't necessarily hate Victoria, and he goes, I love living here, but I just don't like North Melbourne. There's another ten clubs that he can be opened up to go into in there, but my my feeling is the guy is very much a home kid. He's an SA boy, and he's extremely tight with his mum and uh, stepfather. Stepfather, we'll call him father. Yep. Um, extremely tight with them, and yeah, I can't see him being anywhere other than either North Melbourne, Port, or Adelaide either this year or next year. There's my two cents worth. Ken Brockman. <laughs> my two cents. And that yeah. be huge. This brings up fucking my favourite media personality as well. Who's that? David. Ding ding king. He's a bit of a ding ding. He on TV said the club should say, if he doesn't want to be here, then piss off. Go. Yeah. Yeah, just just piss off. No, either try and keep him or turn him into profit. Don't just yeah. say piss off, you fucking meathead. Or uh, no wonder they're fucked. You got Kim, I, him like I Kim vouching for you. I don't you. think. I don't think he probably means. I think what he's saying is is if he wants to go, he wants to go. Like you don't sell the farm to keep him is what he's getting at. But then there's other people saying. No, offer him the eight hundred grand contract straight away. Because how, how good have they turned out? Yeah, when clubs have done that to a second year or third year player. Notoriously shit. Yeah, particularly if it's big years. Twenty year old mate, he's at eight hundred grand. Yeah, no worries. I'm. I'll be coasting for the next bit. I'm not saying they do, but Boyd. Some do. Um, Scully on GWS. Although Scully was, I still thought he played good footy up there, but. Offering those big contracts on a second year, third year, sorry. Well, your second contract, nah. Um, the club's got to save face at some point. Yeah, oh, fine. No, we'll no, throwing we'll money at throwing money at him if he is disgruntled isn't the isn't the answer. If it was if it was year seven and he'd had a couple of years almost winning the Brownlow, throw the house at him. Give him the record co- the record contract that the AFL has ever seen. But not in your sec, not before you've even finished your current contract. You'd expect Benny Williams is pretty happy about the whole situation. Oh, he's got real control right now. Former Big Brother winner turned agent to the stars. Agent to the stars. <laughs> he's got quite a few on his books. He's got a lot of the young. He's got a real young crew. He's got Rosie. He's got uh, your mate. My mate. Born Francis. No, I said your mate. <laughs> I forgot, I watched that doc, the six-part doco thing. I still on, haven't on watched Stan. it. It's really good, actually. I need to do um, that. And, yeah, he's got a couple of stables, but, yeah. Look, enough about Holm Francis. Okay. Melbourne, because there's better things to talk about. And that is... Melbourne. Dees. Good he's got to go. The, it's like when Brock Lesnar 
tapped, no. out, tapped out the Undertaker. The streak is over. And the shock around the world was was deafening. How did some of those days fans handle it on social media? Oh, no, they were old posts. <laughs> did you see that? I did. <laughs> but there's a few... I've never... <laughs> I've never watched a D's game and, and enjoyed almost seeing them lose. That's how good Fremantle were. <sighs> they were fucking electric to watch. They were entertaining, hard running, just going right. We're going. We're going at this. There was and one bit that shit me. What? When Fredericks tapped that ball back to <sighs> to Schultz and Schultz kicked the goal. Schultz. So whatever. <laughs> Fuck what his name is. He's fucking. He's a pelican. When you don't like it, well, he's kicked the goal all because of Fredericks, and he's I did say that it's all about him. And he's I'm like, the old Jeff Farmer, oh, Lord, yeah. Lord, look at me. And it's like, hold on, mate, Fredericks his teammates, just did. his teammates should have run past him to congratulate Fredericks. Do you know what was amazing about that? Is you, you, I can't you never see a, a back tap assist like that when you're running. To grab a footy. Most players, 99.9 of them would run and go, I'm going to gather this footy, I might try a fend off, I might try and dodge that. He was f- 100% team first. And he's gone, yep. how can Fremantle get a goal here? And he ran and he had the, the knowledge of an experienced footballer to tap it back to someone who he saw was free yep. and kick a goal. Who, who he knows can kick it. <laughs> and uh, Frederick, just every time he went near the footy, I was like, Oh, I love watching this. Is he game. older than the port one? It's his twin brother. Oh, they're twins. Don't hold me to that. Okay. I think they are maybe not twins or just brothers. Yeah. But Tim, my brother, because he was a recruiter for, for um, Frio, he picked him up when they drafted him from the airport. It had a lot to do with him. I think Tim scouted him yeah. and uh, said he's just the, the most amazing kid. But that tap back. And then what about the other goalie kicks? Where he's done the old sell, oh. sell the candy, <laughs> run around and kicked it from 50 on the run. Um, Fremantle were brilliant to watch. That's the best game they've played in. Could you, could you call that one of their best ever wins? They've had some good wins oh. over the time. Like the Demolition Derby, they had uh, Longmuir kicking the goal after Siren. All big no, wins. But de- what that, the context of their... Season and what was going just on. Just nailed last year's premiers. Undefeated. Who, who haven't lost a game this season and and won their last, what, seven or eight last year? Not only that. Melbourne turned it on like they always do for a bit in that second quarter and you thought, fuck, these could belt the shit yeah. out of them here. Yeah. And Frio went into the... And the Sheds came out and went, right, we're going to do A, B and C. We're going to shut down Oliver um, and we're just going to run. They were good to watch. I'm looking forward to watching him this week. I don't know who they're playing. I don't care because I'll be watching with a purple scarf on. Do you have a purple scarf? No, I'll go buy one. But we can talk about Freya for a while, but I think you want to have yeah, a... Maybe they are twins. They're both 22. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they're twins, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, what did you make of the demons? Um, end of an era. <laughs> end of the streak. <laughs> Um, not necessarily my take, but it was something that you sent to me during the game. That how important a certain uh, a certain someone who might might wear number one. I think he 
for the number one team is without a doubt their number one player now. Categorically, you can say he's their single most important player, therefore their number one player. Because when Stephen May went down, Lever had to do a lot of work on his own. Who can't? And well, it's so, yeah. He he he, like, he isn't a one-on-one defender. He like people gets the chop out from May. Like people said to me, I oh, just don't like Lever because he uh, left Adelaide. That's it's partially like, that though. Might be a bit. Um, but my thing with him was he was made to look good by Talia and Hardigan. Mm. Yes and no. Oh, well, a- absolutely yes. No, because, he needs to play better than any defender yeah, in the comp. Yeah, but that's his bag. If he has to, if if he has to, then look after the best forward from the opposition. Mm. He can't do what's really important for Steve him. Steve May doesn't do that either. They they drop off and do it together. So when you got two guys doing it together, with Petty in there as well. So Petty yep. was injured and yeah, then he around got all the game yep. too. So that put even more. But then again, Fremantle lost Tabana. Yeah. So they've lost their key forward. Rory Lobb. Which, which eases up. the pressure on the, the key defenders. It just shows you when, you, when you take out someone so important as Stephen May, yeah. how much you lose your structure. He's without a doubt the most important player of that side. He's above Gorn. He's above, it just proved on the weekend he's above Oliver and Petrarca. And Petrarca shouldn't have played. And they're not saying it. Simon didn't say it on the... On SEN, he said, oh, yeah, he was a little bit crook, but he, he said he was good to go. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Mm. He couldn't he couldn't even run. So bloody fantasy captains all over the place <laughs> just going, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, move that C, but... Um, sorry, the BC. Um, but, yeah, the the Ds, I think, now can sit back and... So, who was, I think it was Matty Lloyd said, when you're still winning games, it can gloss over what needs to be done. Yeah. When you lose... You can go, right, we're going to dissect the shit out of this. Yeah. And he said, it, and he said, I'm excited for the Ds after this loss because yeah. they can then go over and have a look. And we've been saying it all year. They have not kicked out a second gear. They have not looked like the nah. side last year. Yet they were 10 and zip. If they start playing like they did in that second half of the year last year, <laughs> and if this loss does it, they may not lose. Well, it's hard to say it after a loss. They may not lose again, but... When you come out of a loss... How's May's come, how has May come through last week? It was concussion, so he's out this week again. But how's the ins this week? Salem. Oh. Tom McDonald. What's her name gets her wish? Salem, Tom McDonald, uh, Harms, and there was another, like, another one of their guns. Um, so, yeah. They got four quality ins to come back in as well, so that's... <laughs> That's the best thing about Melbourne as well. They've got plenty waiting in the wings that can come back in. So they've got four. Oh, I can't think of that one. There's another one of their premiership players has come back in. So Not Hibbo? Uh, no. Oh, might have been. It was definitely Salem, Tom McDonald and um, Harms. Yeah. And then Stephen May won't play. So it'll be interesting how they go another week with... They could actually probably do a game plan without Stephen May now. So, they're playing Sydney, and you don't know what Sydney's going to rock up, so we'll wait and see. What are you looking at there? I was trying to see if I could look up the the four blokes that were allegedly coming back. 
And it was it was Simon said on SEN in his little interview. Um, there's a bit of talk in Adelaide this week about our boy. We call him our boy. The Texan. A lot of people don't like don't like calling him our boy at the moment because they just don't want to be associated with him anymore after last year. But Tex reportedly offered multiple two year or a two year deal on Gold Coast. Some people, Kane Corn said Gold Coast. Yeah, Kane Corn said it's hogwash because they because they didn't name the sides. So the the next day he said, "Oh, Gold Coast, mate. <laughs> I can. Oh, I'll name them." Hang on, hang on, hang on. But he said the day before, he said a contender. Vying, well, someone coming up to contend. So, yeah, that's the other thing. Maybe just putting a bit of sauce on that bit, but... Yeah, right. Josh Jenkins said if Tex... He goes, I know, like, I know Tex. He said he would have to be... The only way he would leave Adelaide is if it was like a five-year deal for yeah. a million a year. He said he's just Adelaide is running through, which I, I very much tend to agree with too. But... With a nice little hand, Paddy's just uh, just taking the keys what, back to you after being built. Uh, what do you do with Tex, though? You've got... Two years ago, they were calling for him to retire. And he's had two of the... Uh, only fuckwits with so, so that doesn't matter. With. So you but, disregard that. But he is the most important forward. Um, Last year, without his fuck-up, he wins the Coleman medal. I don't know if he won it, but... He would have won it. He would have made this All-Australian side, that's for sure. Yep. Where he's all of a sudden just flicked from the squad. Mm. Um, and this year, once again, he's involved in that many scoring plays. Last couple of weeks have quietened off, but he's still getting his hands on the footy. But he, there's no way he but, can have but it. Again, but again, and and against Brisbane, he got the imps. Mm. Like, like he... he was four or something. Yeah, like he had the, he had the opportunity to win the game. But what's Adelaide? If they're if they're being responsible, they can't offer him a two-year deal. Why not? Huh? Why not? How old is he? Thirty-four. Um, Thirty-three. I don't know. Maybe maybe we're just getting so caught up in this bullshit. Of once you turn thirty, you can't get three or four-year deals. Right. But then again, Sloan was twenty-seven, gave him a five-year deal, and yeah. he may not make it to the end. Of um, and and He's got in another two years on, I think. In my I'll say humble. Some would say not humble at all. Uh, in my humble view, um, in my humble view, uh, he's our best forward by that far. It's not funny. X. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, so why can't you give him a two-year deal? Well, Fog finally played his better game for a long time the weekend, and, and I don't know what. It, what, what could else, could, what could that be something to something to do with the way you said he should be played? I don't know, maybe I should coach AFL. Why the hell were they not playing him out of the goal square? Because he's a lead-up full forward. He's not a, he's not a re-walt or, or Tex and gets up the ground and takes the grabs. Tex does that well. But Fogarty And a bloke like doesn't. Tex, with his long kicking ability, mm. he doesn't have to be... He can play out of the square. Yeah. But... But because he's... You can, you can have both of them play out of the square yeah. in lead out in tandem, like an old school dual forward line that they do. But finally, Fogarty's done it. He's kicked three goals, two, um, and maybe playing at some old West Coast would have probably bagged six. Um, so the Texan is currently 32. Yeah. 
and he's had his birthday this year. Okay. So yeah. the 34 is if he gets... Do you think Adelaide would give him a two-year deal? Uh, probably not. Knowing how Adelaide are, probably not. Does he warrant it? Yep. Yep. And if there's... But we're, we're also dealing with... Now, they've broken... They've broken their Port, 30. Port, on. Port gave Boca two year deal after his 30, did they not? Yeah. And hasn't I don't think I don't think Port have ever been as anal about being thirty after deal yeah, uh, after thirty. I remember when Simon turned thirty, straight over like one year deals. Yeah. Hang on a second, I've just won the fucking B and F. Where whereas whereas Bungie McLeod they'd already broken the real uh, the rules uh, earlier with Bunge. Mm. Like, so if you're going to have a rule, have a rule. Or just fucking don't have a rule because it's stupid. Every different player proposes a well, different there's scenario. There's some blokes, some blokes are rubbish at 26. So, mm. like, body-wise. So, why do you have to... Th- it's only a number. So, at what point would Adelaide be... I don't know. Negligent? Uh, at, at what point do they go, right, we need to either... Are we going to wait to the end of the year and discuss it? Are we going to sign him up now? I'd, s- I'd, I'd say the way Tech spoke on uh, Triple M this morning, I'd say yeah, it's going to be... Um, which he he played a pretty ba- straight bat to it. He's like, it's up to Dogger to sort out. <laughs> and uh, and I'll just worry about getting a kick. Oh. Good luck. But... Um, but it was, it, it was this time last year that he got his contract. Mm. It's, uh, I, don't know, I think we played too much into the length of contracts and this and that. And now you know, he, what if you give him he, a two-year deal and he, and he doesn't? He, all, he also weighed up after his fuck-up. Yeah. There was a good chance he wasn't coming back. Mm. And he weighed that up. And he came back and went bang. Yeah. Um, so... But the thing is, we'll give a. But I'd say if he was, if he was going to pull the pin, he would have pulled the pin. Then, well, the I think, think that would have been really, really stupid for him to do because then, then, he's going out with that. Yeah, oh, he couldn't go out like that. Yeah, but this is the other problem. If you, everyone says, oh, but you can't give big deals after you're thirty. Well, who um, says it's big? Well, no, I mean long term deal. Yeah, and two years isn't long term. But to other people, but you give a three year deal to a twenty five year old. And he doesn't play, or he plays a little bit in that three years. No one begrudges that deal, or or a two year deal to him to a Melbourne kid that that shouldn't even be playing in the SNFL at the moment. Who? The big fish. Oh, they had to give him a deal. What are you talking about? He had played every game in that for. Oh, well, he yeah. played sixteen games. Yeah, that but. First but then how that how's that know. deal worked out now? Does everyone go, oh, that deal was shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, they don't. Like I, I didn't have an issue with the deal at the time. I still don't have an issue with it. He's a yeah. Someone the earmarking is a key key defender. Um, that's the other thing. If he if you draft him as a key defender, why are you throwing him up forward in the sand for? Yeah. This is Fisher McCassie we're talking about, by the way. Um, he's not going to be a forward. He played his junior as a defender and was a high-level defender. He knows how to defend. Yeah. Now, if he's having trouble in defence, fucking teach him. 
It's what coaches are there for. That's development there's for. Teach them what you want to do and teach them how to do it. And, and, and I understand you don't want all your key defenders to be kids straight no, up. No, but, it, but the thing is he was never going to come in and dominate to start with. No, no real key defender does. Michael Hurley was probably the exception. Yep. He came in and was pretty good straight away. But Fisher McCassie, it was the f- because we took him so high, I think we forget that a kid is going to be a long-term prospect. What, what bloody... Can I ask, after even Melbourne media were rating what he was doing mm. as, a, as a key defender, why did the co- Crows coaches and selection committee yeah. absolutely shit the bed and drop... Um, um, Riley Brian. Nah, old knackerbags that came over from Port. Oh, uh, yeah. Because um, he, he had one stinker. But he had three or four games leading up to that. I thought... Like, I against, actually, the do- against the doggies. Well, the other one they dropped as well was um, Chase Jones, who's having his best year so far, yeah. statistically. Yeah. Um, off the half-back. Um, for Mil- for Millerer, who... Wasn't doing that well in the Sanford and didn't do very well on the weekend. Either that kid's got a bit of issues with the fact that he might not trust his body. I don't know. This is just my. This is Miller or what? Yeah. yeah. He, he's, even though he's he come back from almost two years off, mm. um, he doesn't look the player he was no. previously. But that could be mental more than physical. Yeah. So he's another one that's going to have time. But I think Adelaide thought it was going to be. It was like having a new recruit, having Miller back this year. But. Yeah. Not the case. Let's finish on something high. What do you want to... What, 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 what's a great thing to talk about from the weekend? Come on. It's got to be. It's got to be the 80,000, the MCG. Witnessing the old rivals go head-to-head again. It was great for footy, as they've been saying. What was great? Footy's better when Carlton's winning, apparently. Uh, well, on Sunday they didn't win, and I thought it was fucking fantastic. <laughs> was a good game. Was a good game to watch. But the it was a good physical game, too, because it was a little bit wet as well. Um, but they almost stole it. Silvani, just slap it on the boot a little bit to the left, and she's game over. They win. But that was a, that was a good game. I must admit... I enjoyed seeing two Cut. good Carlton and Collingwoods going at it instead mm. of two shit or one good, well, one bad. Just quietly, from, what is it, six weeks ago, Collingwood lost to West Coast mm. in in Melbourne? Round two. And there was talk oh, of... so that's nine weeks ago. Yeah, but they um, had a couple of stinkers too. But, uh, yeah, that's a huge... Massive turnaround. Look. So, yeah, the Collingwood are playing a new brand of footy. And is it was uh, – oh, we'll finish. We've got to finish up soon. But um, they had uh, – what's his name? One on the couch, Taylor Adams. Yeah. They were trying to ask him, like, oh, is it, why is it so different under under Buck, under McRae? Why are you playing so different? And he, he answered it what I thought really well. He was like, well, we didn't think we were getting a bit stale doing what we were doing and we weren't being let off the leash. He goes, because it worked for us for – Six or seven years ago, so we played in the grand final. We lost it by a bee's dick. He said that style that we were playing was winning games and putting us in the grand final. He said, but at some point, 
you just need refresh. Need, need to change it up. So um, Collingwood are the beneficiary of that, and I'm just enjoying watching AFL not, this year. Not only Collingwood. Are you enjoying AFL this year? Um, I'm enjoying more than last year. Like I'm watching more games. Yeah, just in the last few weeks, I've probably lo- although the umpiring turned me off. I'm watched as little bit. little footy over the last couple of weekends as I have in a long time, but that was more. That was more. I wasn't in front of a TV rather mm. than rather than making a choice. My GWS almost beat Bill. They had Brisbane by the balls for a bit mm. up at the Gabba. Yeah, it's a good comp at the moment. Anyway, all right, good chat. Yeah, nice chat. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll do it again next week, eh? Oh. Bring okay. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully the same mob don't do that. Oh, hold on. We haven't talked... We haven't even spoken about the the hangar coming down around Essendon. Well, what's the point? Look, Maybe that, it'll still be going next week. Well, they might all right, we'll close off. Oh, they might be gone. This is my, my closing thing. How do you rate Parrish's year? Um, don't I couldn't really say. Well, do you think? Do you think he's one of the best in the comp? Um, I'd say he hasn't been the parish of last year or the year before, whenever it was. Interesting. Parish is number one for total and effective disposals. Wow! All the crap he gets going. Oh, he's stat hunting. He doesn't have meters gain. He's number one. Yeah. Number three for centre clearances and score involvements. And number four. This is, this is league or, or at Essendon? League. League. Number four for contested possessions. Yeah, right. So. What did you make of the uh, interaction, or some are saying lack thereof, between he and his skipper? Uh, What's your thoughts? These two guys are passionate, having a yarn. But if he's talking about defensive work, Parrish is probably isn't the best to go back and defend. I don't know. We don't know what was said. Yeah. We knew what was said. It'd be easy to comment on. And everyone loves to talk about it. But and then you got people going, "Oh, he turned his back on, on Heppel. He was walking to the fucking huddle. Yeah, he wasn't going to turn and walk backwards and stop and talk. You don't him. need to. They're tired enough to know. Yeah, how to talk to each other. So, and then, yeah, I, I like it. It's better than them just trudging into the into the huddle and going, oh, fuck, we're getting belted. Yeah. You'd be more, I, as a supporter, you'd be more worried if they weren't doing that, I think. Yeah, I, I thought they were trying, I thought some were making, trying to make something of it when there's actually nothing there. Like, <laughs> uh, well, like I said, we don't know what was said, but it looked like to a few players... A little bit frustrated that what was maybe being directed wasn't being done. I would have thought. Know. I would have thought there uh, there are more divided uh, playing groups in the league. Oh yeah. Well, Apple keeps saying we're going to stick together. We're going to get through this. They almost got up. Mm. They they were probably another goal away from really putting that pressure on Port that tips the ledger and gives them the confidence to run over them. Mm. So, who they're playing this week? Uh, Bombers would be up against. Oh, come on, I thought you'd be quicker than this. Uh, got the bye. Well, there you go. They're not going to lose. 
Oh, well, on that note, mate, I'm ready for a, ready for a uh, hot cup of tea in bed, I reckon. Sounds like you are too. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> All right, well, good luck with your tipping, good luck with your bets, and uh, see you next week. Thanks, folks. Thanks.